Coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia, you are now listening to The Sankofa Paradox with Ed D and Low Key on ATL Underground Radio. ATL, what's happening, ATL? Hope everybody enjoying your Sunday. Here we are again for another day of The Sankofa Paradox. Uh, Gotta start off the show a little upset today. Not too upset, but a little upset. Of course, the Falcons. Now we friggin' what six and one, or uh, one and six. But uh, they played a good game, I guess. If you got to fall back on something, but <laughs> the bums lost again. So you know, we, we definitely will not be going to the playoffs this year at all. You can hear the chuckle from the peanut gallery over there. You know, Mr. Low Key got jokes and stuff. But it's all good. I don't know who to blame this one on. The defense couldn't hold. Dallas Cowboys fans upset, too. Ryan, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, they are. But the defense couldn't hold. Ryan couldn't get out. You know, he had stuck him on his, on his cleats today. I don't know what's going on. When he scrambled, we win. When he doesn't scramble, we definitely lose. He did no scrambling today. Uh, Julio Jones. He scrambled. You ain't see him when he got sacked and he fell back and he was scrambling. Shut up. <laughs> Uh, Julio Jones was on one today. He 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 was on fire a little bit, you know. But you know we got to figure something out. Coach Raheem, we got to get it together. I, that I, one, I, no. Coach I, Raheem's defense I was, played I was that always, game. I was always bucket for you to be Coach Raheem. Now you, Coach Raheem, we got to get him going, Coach. I know that your no, I didn't. It ain't your dig. You did your gig today, but come on, Coach Raheem, we got to get him together. Uh, we got a good show for you today, folks. We got some stuff we're gonna get into. Uh, we got the resident PhD over here behind me. He's going to yell at you in the few. We got DJ Neelock over there on the ones and twos, bringing you our artists in the spotlight for the day. We got Mr. Low Key over here across the table. Uh, uh, I was about to <laughs> I was about to let the cat out of the bag. Anyway, uh, we're going to drop it over to Mr. Low Key. Let him holler at y'all right quick. What's up, ATL? What's up, world? What's up, my people? We're, again, we'd like to thank you for supporting us and here at ATL Underground, the ATL Underground radio station on the Sankofa Paradox radio show. Today, we will be talking about a couple of things. We're going to cover the debate. The, 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 the debate that just happened because I'm thinking about what was said on the debate. The debate that happened. We're going to cover um, some of the current events that's, that's been going on, and we're going to also cover um, today, which is our show topic, Ice Cubes, a, a contract with Black America, which I think is a very good thing to talk about because some of the things in that contract is very pertinent to African Americans and how we can go ahead and, and, and try to strive for some uh, socio-economic justice here in America. Um, it was written uh, by Derek Hamilton, a professor. And it's, it was written by Derek Hamilton from the, the Ohio State University um, and, of course, pushed by uh, Ice Cube, and uh, it was done after the, basically right after the George Floyd killing that brought all out about a lot of social and uh, and race awareness. Um, so it's one of the things whereas we're going to cover it because we think it needs to be covered. We're going to talk about the debate because guess what? Election is about to round up soon. Uh, and I'd like to yeah. say thank to the people out there who've been voting because we've been voting in record numbers, and that is on point. Um, even in this time of COVID. So, and we're going to talk a little bit about that too. So those are the topics for today. You know, make sure you stay tuned with us. We also have our Indie Spotlight today. Uh, we're going to cover and give a shout out to some of our sponsors, uh, some of the minority businesses out there. So uh, that's what we're going to look at. So when we look at 
Let's go ahead and cover the debate first. Let's cover the debate. Uh, we we talking about contract. I say we going we gonna break this thing down Barney style so we don't lose anybody. You, you know, if you say you got the contract twinked you and someone else, that means that is a binding legal document that has set terms for giving and taking. That that contract, that binding document set terms for expectations and things delivered. That bonded contract says, if you, then I. That contract that's bonded says, you must and we will. So now we're talking about Ice Cube and the contract between America and, and black America, United States or the government and black America. That's a serious thing. That's a big deal that you, you, you just don't say that because that makes you sound educated or astute on an issue. When you say that, you know, you know, black America has a contract twinst us and the U.S. government. You know, that's a serious thing. That's a big deal because to to look at it, the contract, that, that there was actually a contract before this contract, and the first one was never honored. So going into this contract, there's going to be already a tre trepidation at can we believe you? Can we trust you? When you say the first, are you talking about the 40 acres and the mule? 40 acres and the mule. That was baby. rescinded? Rescinded. Can't mm -hmm. trust you. You said we was going to get 40 acres and the mule. We never got it. And you took us off the plantation and put us out in the world with no resources, no land, nothing to cultivate, nothing to turn into something. You pretty much gave us, put us out there and threw us to the four winds and said survive. And we made do the best way we could. But at the same time, you were giving white folks government subsidies to farm land and to do other kind of businesses and things. But you still did your best to keep us on the plantation. And it didn't work. But you lied, and we don't trust you. So any contract come up between us and this government, I'm saying make sure you definitely read the fine print. So... Let's re re rehash this 40 acres in the mule thing. The 40 acres in the mule was a situation, and a lot of people believe this is why President Lincoln was killed. Whereas he, you, every slave, former slave, was supposed to be given 40 acres and a mule in order to help them with the economic development of the African American culture. And the others had a problem with that because they say they were saying you're gonna take land from them and give it to somebody else who actually we've been working on that land <laughs> to let's get Wait, it who was working on the land because we were working on that land and let's get one thing straight you're going to be rich if you're not paying for any labor and you're <laughs> producing products mm -hmm. so there's no way for you not to be rich unless you were just very economically inept which a lot of people were so that Donald the 40 Trump acres of the mules screwed up a plantation. Yeah, so the 40 acres <laughs> and the mules, that's what that was about. It was rescinded by Johnson, Andrew Johnson, after he took over for Lincoln after Lincoln was assassinated. As soon as he got into office, he overturned that situation. Yep. So he vetoed it. So that's what happened with that. Um and and let's get this straight. It's also about representation. It's truly about representation. And representation means this. And African in in the United States government. African Americans only make up 12% of the, the Senate and representatives. We make up 3% of the, the House, the Senate. I mean, we make up 3% of the Senate. We make up 12% of the House of Representatives, which means that we're not we're very underrepresented when it comes to that. Now, people may say, well, you only make up 13.6% of the population. It means nothing. But, but when you look at that, that's the total population. Mm -hmm. So if you're saying, well, because we only represent 13.6% of the total population, we should only get... 12% of the, okay, cool, but then why are we spending literally 67% uh, 
of the economic wealth in this country, if that's what you want to go to. So you're saying that since we only make up 13% of the population, we should only be spending 13% of the economic wealth in the country. Then That means we should not be spending money when we when we only 13%. That's all you should get from us, which means that your economy will go under. That's why I always say African-Americans, we got to learn the power of our dollar. Just like you said, 13% of the population, we account for more than 6% of commerce in this country as far as spending. Now, we spending, the, we spending the heck out of a dollar. We just don't hold on to a dollar in a while. The Jewish community, they say their dollar goes through their community five or six times before it goes out somewhere. The Asian community, their dollar circulates through their community five or six, seven, almost eight times before it goes out to anywhere else. We're the only people on this country, on this continent, as soon as we get a dollar, it doesn't circle through our communities a full time. It goes from our jobs, filtered through the tax system to our bank account, and it immediately goes to some other ethnicity to further their causes. This is what I'm talking about, about black wealth and commerce in this country. When we finally figure out how to play that chess game, we will prosper in this country because when you control the ebb and flow of a dollar, politicians have to listen to you. Because they want a piece of the pie. When you control a dollar in this country, the government has to now respect you because you've learned to play their game. This is why the Jewish community stands where they stand in this country. This is why the Asian community stands where they stand in this country. Because they have learned to play financial chess with the dominant cultures in the dominant culture's chess game. They've learned to play financial chess. We haven't learned to play financial chess yet. Because we get a dollar, we want a ball and shot call. We get a dollar, we got to keep up with the Joneses so everybody know we make big money. We got to buy houses we can't afford, cars we can't afford. We got to have red bottoms and stuff everywhere. And ain't nothing wrong with that stuff, but have a financial foundation firm and solid and have the stuff and things you want to have. We get caught up too much in stuff and things versus the financial platform, the financial foundation, like these other people do, and that's where we get lost in salt. So, okay, let's look at it like this, because people be like, well, we don't understand what they... Okay, African-Americans annually spend $1.2 trillion. Say it again. $1.2 trillion annually. Spell it. No, I'm just playing. Go ahead. T-R-I-L-L-I-O-N-S. <laughs> literally. And and literally, and um, <laughs> what's crazy is most of it, 38% of that is into uh, grains and vegetables. Mm. But 1.2, now the minority spend 3.9 trillion. So we're a third of the minority spending power. Third, but we're shit, we're zero point five percent of the wealth. Mm -hmm. Now, please explain to me. We are spending one point two trillion dollars a year. A year. A year. Mm -hmm. Think about that. But, but we are zero point five percent of the what they call. If you got a hundred percent of the wealth population, we're 0.5%. Not 13.6. 0.5%. What does that tell me? That means that everybody else is making money off of us. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like I said, and my biggest thing is we own nothing. Now, you have, uh, in, in different cities, you do have uh, African-American families who, you know, 
so-and-so, Mr. So-and-so from back in the day, you know, they own this whole block or that whole block or they own, but we're talking about other, other ethnicities where they own the half of the city. We need more African-American people, more African-American families to own half of cities or half of a city block uh, that is uh, a, a major uh, area for the influx of a dollar that controls and 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 uh and and fosters commerce in a place that's what we need to start doing but, but i'm like you know but on the other part we need to do a better job in marketing ourselves because yeah. jordan does a phenomenal job he does a phenomenal job yeah. but you can't go nowhere without seeing but, that but, the, but the thing is when I, I i bring up jordan because it's not just jordan jay-z sean puffy combs oprah winfrey yeah. These folk do a phenomenal Magic Johnson do a phenomenal job. Uh um and somebody wanted to send a message saying at least Atlanta has a football team. I'd rather <laughs> and we still got more Super Bowls than you. <laughs> and we don't have a team. Thank you. But anyways, anyways, but we, that's got, a, we got a little bored of here, folks. Every yeah, time, some, sometimes folks like to do a little trash talking. Yeah, so I appreciate that bucket for the Falcons. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, appreciate that. But uh, at the end of the day, we need to reevaluate our spending habits. Yeah, because I don't mind buying a pair of Jordans for yeah, a reasonable price. <laughs> for yeah, a reasonable price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, they're supporting the African American man. Because he has his own company now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't mind buying some LeBron James mm-hmm. because you know he his manager is Rich Paul. Now the reason I bring up that is because there has been a report that came out about Rich Paul not having a degree. This man is a he is the agent for LeBron James, uh, Anthony Davis, mm-hmm. Ben Simmons, three 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 of your top twenty. Point of order. Yes. <laughs> to be a sports agent, don't you have to have a degree? No, you do not. You don't? No, you do not. See, that's why, okay, so that's why I want to bring that up. And that's why this contract with black America is important. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is no, he does, Rich Paul does not. You, you've never had to because remember the first sports agents didn't have degrees. They were just people who had friendly handshakes and they didn't look like us though. Cool. And so, so NCAA tried to institute a rule, a rule to say that in order to be an agent, you had to be, uh, you had to have a degree. Mm-hmm. Which would have pushed Rich Paul out. Yeah. You know, who had eight, two of the top NBA players, two of the top five. Mm-hmm. They're the two of the top five. Some people say they won in two. Mm-hmm. But you got them two. And then you got Ben Simmons and yeah. Chris Paul. So you 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 on point. Yeah. But you got him, Maverick Carter. See what I'm saying? If you don't know who Maverick Carter is, please look him up. The brother's on point. Yeah. He got See it what I'm saying? Home, for sure. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they serious about this. Yeah. So, but they tried to block them out. And that's why a contract of black America is so important. Mm-hmm. Because when we excel, they get jealous. They try to block us out. So in tr- so so up front, that contract between black America and the United States, it also had it always should have some lines about respect. Yes. And it should have some lines in it about giving us our fair shake and opportunity in this country. I mean, if you look at it, African Americans in this country, we've never had a slice of American pie. Of the American dream, you know we don't get that slice. We get on a, on a, on an average scale, we do not. On some scale, have gotten it, but on average scale, it. we do not. But on 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 an everyday day to day scale, we get the crumbs from the pan after the pie has been eaten. And finally, you know we we need our we need to get our slice. We want to get our piece of the pie. We ain't had a piece of the American dream. We ain't had a piece of the American pie. 
we whatever whatever you know euphemisms or whatever you got for success in this country we need to get our hands in it get our feet wet in it get thoroughly immersed in it we we need to get out like dr king said on his page we need to get our check we, we come to get our check and in any contract and anybody garners on our behalf with this country we need to have respect in them. We need to have fair uh, fair shakes and opportunities for success in this country. We need to have that in there. We need to have uh, uh, get your stormtroopers off of us. And and uh, my, my 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 cohort cohort back to his favorite term. What's your favorite term, Doc? For the, for the police? The immunity thing? Qualified immunity. Any contract we, we gone in needs to have that qualified immunity in there. We, we need to just let us be in this country and do everything that everybody else does. So um, let's hit on a debate. Then we're going to go to the, the a commercial break, and we're going to come back in and talk about the actual uh, parts of the, black, the, the contract that we can let people know what the deal is. So let's look at the debate real quick. So we had, you know, one of your last debates. Or the last debate. <laughs> yeah. well, well, we don't know if it's going to be the last one because, you know, the Republicans might want to try to get some get back again. But So so let's look at this real quick. So uh, the, the the current sitting president, the incumbent Donald Trump, and the the, the, the his his counter his uh, his the person's running against him, uh, Joe Biden, um, have a debate. Joe B. And on Thursday, and the debate was actually a little bit more civilized. It was a little more civilized. I knew they was gonna mute that. Ass. But uh, but they really didn't do much muting. But you know the thing about the people in Patriots do that they really don't talk about the moderators what color. She's mixed. She, she was black. black. The moderator was a color of a person of color, mm-hmm. and she did a phenomenal job. She's beautiful. Too. She did. I mean, hey, she did a phenomenal job. So, but I want to hit on some key points. So you know, they talked about the finances. They talked about the taxes and everything. But when <laughs> Donald Trump said he was the least person, the least racist person oh in the room, God. and 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 he looked around. And said, Crickets. "I can't even. I can't see black people because it's so dark in the room. <laughs> like, like what? But you said this with a, a, a with a person Straight of color fade, being yeah, the moderator. Yeah. Like he literally said this. He said, I, why can't you see y'all? Because you know it's so dark. It's like, oh, so you saying you can't see black people because it's dark? Oh, okay. And then you know Biden hit him with that. You know, because you know Donald Trump says I've done the most for black people since Abraham Lincoln." And and Biden said, well, Abraham Lincoln over here is one of the most racist pe- presidents you ever had. He said, I did not say I was Abraham Lincoln. He said, but mm-hmm. you did say you did the most for black people since Abraham Lincoln, even though we still don't know what you thought. Well, I gave HBCUs more money than they've ever, but you took away $1.9 billion in Pell Grant, mm-hmm. which is what finances a lot of HBCUs. But we're going to let you yeah. have that. Yeah. So, and that wasn't 250, $250 million per HBCU. Took away a quarter. That was $250 million for all HBCUs yeah. com- combined. So let's not. left us a dime. That's right. Yeah, basically. So, but he said that. But as a person with a degree in science, when they were talking about, you know, uh, clean, clean energy reform. And this dude said that wind <laughs> kills birds. <laughs> like, he said the wind kills the birds. What? Wait, you mean the same thing the birds use to glide in order for them to fly? It kills them, right? Yeah. I was like, uh, he, I'm like, wait, did he? He, he said that. He did. He literally said that. He like said that. <laughs> he, he, he said that. And oh, or when he said when they were talking about you know the the uh, immigrancy situation where they separated kids from their parents at the border, and Biden was like, yeah, but you got five hundred and twenty five kids that were taken from their parents, and he said, good. Yeah. 
Like I said, so what if that was your wife and her child? How about that? He he never thinks about the things that he says, how it automatically shines light on his his wife or his situation. Because Baron yeah, all of his wives. Because I'm pretty sure, you know, Melania is not from America. Uh, we're not gonna say what happened and, and how her picture was shared by Cardi B all on the website. <laughs> yeah. How but how about the fact that we have a first lady that we can go see naked pictures of anytime <laughs> we want to? Now this is one of those things. This is the first and only in the history of presidents and first ladies. He truly has his moniker. She is the first first lady that you can just go randomly anywhere on the internet and go naked pics of the first lady and she immediately pops up. I have a problem with that. Go ahead. Well, I guess America don't because they voted for him. All right, so. Yeah. But wait. But when they signed, when he signed the executive order and those kids were taken from their parents, she actually would to go visit those containment units and say they were horrible. Mm-hmm. Your wife said this. So I'm like, what happens if your wife had got separated from your son? Mm-hmm. Would you say good then? How about that? Or would you use your political influence to try to get your wife and son back, which these people and their parents can't do? So that's an issue that you said good to that. And you can't find their parents. You don't know what happened to their parents. You said they ain't getting in over America legally. They were brought by the coyotes. <laughs> yeah. And people had means with coyotes taking taking kids across the wait, 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 Oh. And they had people had memes with coyotes with children. So I'm like, it wasn't me, bro. <laughs> this is this is the same dude that wanted to do a moat on the border of alligators and snakes. <laughs> like what? Oh, but a judge did come out and say his border wall was illegal. A federal judge came out and said that. Time. So so yeah, so all them people that said yeah. But remember, his thing was Mexico was going to pay for that wall. Now, I, yeah, now, <laughs> Did you see the Mexican president? The Mexican president was like, yeah, yeah. you wait on it. Yeah. You know how I many pesos to a dollar, bro? He <laughs> <laughs> was like, yo, dollar, you can get deep pesos in your mouth, homes. <laughs> So, for nothing. so yeah, so that's one of the things that, that you know, so those are some of the highlights for the debate. Um, I think Joe Biden did an okay job. He did handle some of those situations. He talked about the crime bill. He actually said the crime bill was a mistake. He said, you know, again, people understand, African-Americans called for that crime bill. We pushed for that crime bill. We got it. We just didn't think it was going to be implemented the way that it was. And Biden came out and said, you know what, that was a mistake. And we're trying to take care of reverse that now. And he said straight up, because no man should spend 10 years in prison for having a drug problem. Yeah, now that, that makes sense. Now, here's the thing I want to touch on. Because everybody's keep talking, you know, Trump kept bringing it up, and now he's got a freaking ad about it. This 47 years. For 47 years, Joe Biden didn't do anything. Uh, Joe Biden was not the president for 47 years. Joe Biden was not the top Democrat uh, politician in charge for 47 years. For 47 years, Joe Biden was the typical, average, everyday American politician. Yep. And he did what he could, when he could, and how he could. At no at at no time, as far as I can read, in his 40th years of being in politics, was he ever in control of the Democratic Party or had that kind of power push and pull to say, do this, and it just got done. And how about but this? he was a good politician. How about he this? He served so his country in that regard. The crime bill got 100% of the vote. 
How about that? And not even then. They said, well, you didn't do what you could in eight years. He said, because the Republicans at the house, y'all wouldn't let us. Exactly. And so so not- people got people to pay attention to context now. Because in context, it says, while you're trying to blame it on me, mm-hmm. y'all won't let us get nothing through. This is what I want to do. I want to go somewhere and have a conference of intelligent, let me say this again, a conference of intelligent people on both sides of the argument Democrats and Republicans. I know we got a caller. We got to just call it right quick. That's and right. I want us to say what Donald Trump has done for America in his four years of presidency. Since he's done uh, so much for African Americans, I want to know explicitly what that is. And his one of his uh, uh, big uh, premises was America first. Okay. Well, if one of your big premises is America first, how many companies have you leveraged to bring back jobs? to the United States. I am seeing a, a ton right. of them because mm-hmm. right now, America first means that Detroit is revitalized, that yep. Ohio is revitalized. Yep. Haven't seen it yet. Because ask those so, people in Cleveland, they'll tell you straight up. Yeah. So like, we ain't seen about? nothing. What in the world are you talking about? All right, Carla, let's see what you got going on. Carla, holler at me. What you got? What you got? Cue him up, DJ. Knee lock. See what this caller talking about. Carla, can you hear me? Yes, I can. How are you? Go ahead, Carla. How you doing? Appreciate you joining us today. Go ahead. You in the St. Kofa Paradox. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, there's so much going on right now. And, um, you know, conferring today's topic about, you know, the contract with Black America by Ice Cube. I've actually been reading the contract. He has it online on his website. Um, and, you know, there, much of what I'm seeing are pretty much, you know, there's a lot of economic reform and um, judicial reform, public policy reform, um, reforms, police reform, and also reforms to right past wrongs. And so I, you know, he's getting a lot of flack right now for meeting with um, the team of President Trump and the Republican Party. In fact, both parties actually reached out to him based on what I've been researching, the Democrat and Republic, and based on what he mentioned, he states that the members of the Republican Party team um, made amendments in their particular platinum plan um, to accommodate certain stipulations in the contract with Black America. Um, what, what this election is a big turning point because um, for Black America, the main theme that I've seen within this contract is economics. I think the reason why he's getting so much flack, and I don't think it's really fair that he is getting a lot of flack, is because he's trying to come through this in a different way. He's trying to come in with a business sense, because a lot of people don't understand that he who pays the piper calls the tune. And so political out people, um, politicians, right they're run by economics so if you're going to get my vote right what are you going to do for my community economically that's how most groups think okay hey call let me ask you a quick let me ask you a quick question why uh, do you why do you think that uh why do you think that ice cube is catching so much flat uh for what for what he's trying to do right now because he's thinking in a different way He's not thinking, I'm going to be loyal to one party. He's saying, I've created a contract. This is what needs to be done for my people. Now, who's going to step up and accommodate this? 
That is what most communities do. Unfortunately, many black Americans, we have, unfortunately, within our community, many of us have succumbed to a level of political laziness where we feel that we we have been programmed to only vote for one particular party Mm -hmm. and vote for it this way. And yet, what has that gotten us Mm -hmm. economically? That makes sense. And I mean, he he, gotten us with public policy. What has that gotten us? I mean, we think that one particular party we're supposed to be loyal to, and yet we have not, many of us have not done the research of looking at what policies have been passed by this particular party, and many of the policies have negatively impacted our communities. And he did, so Ice Cube did come out. Vote for one particular group? He did come out, and he did explain. He said straight up, I'm not Democrat, I'm not Republican, I'm independent, but I'm talking to anybody who wants to talk to me about moving exactly. and helping the general black, but people didn't understand that because they were so busy wanting to jump on what somebody else was saying, what the media was saying, instead of truly listening to what Ice Cube said. Yeah. So CNN allowed Ice Cube to come on um, the air. He talked with Chris Wallace, and he and Chris Wallace said, "Hey, please explain to us what did you mean." And he explained it. But I guarantee a lot of it didn't get a lot of coverage for some people. You know what's on CNN? Of course not. But I guarantee a lot of us didn't even pay attention to that because he said, "I'm not fighting for the Democrats. I'm not fighting for the Republicans. I'm fighting for my people." Mm-hmm. And and this is not a person who's trying to make it. It's a person who's made it. And so he is saying now, I'm stepping up to the plate. Who's going to meet me there? And I can appreciate that, and I appreciate him. Yeah. Don't necessarily appreciate what 50 Cent did, but I appreciate oh, what Ice Cube oh did. Oh, my God. So, um, Olivia, I appreciate what, I mean, I appreciate what he did. If the problem is, again, the political intellectual laziness. As opposed to looking at his strategy and looking at how he's doing this in a different way, our members of our community want to jump on him and pretty much, you know, burn him at the stake. It's ridiculous. He's coming at from a strategically economic way. Who will step up to the plate? And so he showed you particular. He showed you the actions of people and what people really think about Black Americans based on who decided to act and who decided to not and said to step up to the plate. He is not. I mean, and also this is a very different type of presidential presidency that we have lived under for the past four years. And I'm not, I'm, you know, I've been independent as well. But it's like what made this so different from a political science perspective is that this, the president we have now in office was never a politician. He came as a businessman. Okay. He came from a background of business and economics. And so it's interesting just seeing how, you know, Ice Cube put the platform on the table. And he said, now who's going to address this platform that we have? Exactly. But it's unfortunate that, again, because some of our people are so programmed to this is how you're supposed to vote. And I don't have to research and look at, you know, policies and look at how politics really works, you know, because whoever you vote to put in office, they're supposed to be serving you. That's how every other group works. If we back you, if we fund you, if we give you our vote, and if we fund you with the money to pour in, we expect you to reciprocate and use your position of authority and of power to uh, uh, help us elevate in the United States, help us elevate economically with public policies, with everything. That is how it works. It's not blindly just voting just for the sake of voting, just so you can say you voted, just so you say you voted for this particular group. That's not how it works. So there needs to be a lot of cleaning up within black America concerning how voting is supposed to be used strategically. And how you vote strategically is, first of all, you hone in on your economic resources. That is the base of your political power. So that's what every other group does. No other group does what I mean, they vote in the on their own interest and who says they're going to do what they said they're going to do. They're not gonna blindly vote for you if you didn't follow through with what you said you were going to do for them. 
And because Ice Cube went about this a different way and says, look, I'm not loyal to anyone. I'm loyal to my particular community. And he came from the way that most communities come from. He said, here's the economics. I have the economics. I mean, I'm sure he's probably in touch with other members of our community who have the economics as well. This is the plan that I think that I, from my perspective, I think would help. Now, who's going to step up? That's how you play politics in the United States. Unfortunately, our community has not done that. Yeah, that is correct. And I, I truly believe, truly believe um, the reason for that is because we never truly paid attention to learn how. Uh, we were fighting a good fight, but, you know, they say don't fight hard, fight smart. And we weren't necessarily fighting smart. We were fighting for well, acceptance instead of fighting for a true dynamic of change. And a lot of people, unfortunately, well, lost their lives in, the, in those fights. Well, I mean, you have... You had people during that era who were fighting smart with economics. I mean, a lot of people, a big misconception that people have about the civil rights movement, they think that everybody wanted to integrate. That is far from true. That is correct. That is far from a reality. Um, everybody did not want to integrate. In fact, they had various persons such as, you know, Dr. Claude Anderson, some of our other academics who were talking about, no, what you're supposed to be doing is honing in on your economic base. Because if you hone it on your economic base, who controls the resources? If you control your resources, you have a community, you have a community, you have a structure, and he talks about his five building system, then you're able to control the politicians who comes in, who are there to, you know, who's going to be there to. Um, and actually, it's interesting because he, Dr. Claude Anderson was recently on the Breakfast Club. He made a second entrance on the Breakfast Club, and he talks more about his five, you know, building uh, system, and he's been talking about this for so long, but it, not just him, but other people during that time who were talking about, we're not, what sense does it make to fight so you can sit in the front bus with white people? Meanwhile, we had our own bus systems, our own bus transportation, our own bus businesses, and many of those went away because we want to fight to sit in the front with someone who doesn't respect us and lose out on money from our own community. You had people who were thinking this way. You talking about the um, trolley then, transit course, system. If you look at King, Dr. King at the end of his his the end of his journey, he even mentioned that he felt he has led black Americans into a burning building. And of course he started get becoming more radical and more more um, vigilant with his understanding on economics. You know, and some people say that's what got him killed. Yeah, and a lot of people believe that. A lot of people believe that is actually what got Dr. King killed. At the end, at the end, uh, before his life ended, he started to change the way his speeches went from "We shall overcome" to "Where my money." Yeah, and they couldn't have that. And not just him, but you know Malcolm X the same way. They started to preach. No, Malcolm X became less, a little less radical, and came more. Hey, where my, where our money? Yeah. Let's do this together. Where our money? You owe us and money. And that's the yeah. famous meeting and speech, or the famous meeting between Dr. King and Malcolm X, where they came to an understanding. We're gonna do things a different way, but we try and get to the same goal. Yeah. And shortly after that, both of them were ended up killed. Yeah. So I mean, yes, we're gonna have to go to a uh, a commercial break. Um, uh, thank you, Colin. We appreciate you as always. Keep calling in. Keep tuning in. Keep giving us. Um, uh, Words of wisdom, wise counsel, uh, and suggestions. We need them all day, every day. Thank you very much for calling in. We're going to go to a quick commercial break. Um, DJ Nila, let us know who we got for our Indie Spotlight today. All right, guys. Sankofa Paradox with Ed D and Low Key. 
we will return in a minute right after our indie spotlight. And it features two tracks produced by a good friend of mine uh, based out here in the Atlanta area. He goes by the name of Ahmad Anonymous. You can check out his material on Spotify as well as all other social media platforms. And you can check him out regularly on Instagram, posting up original content at Ahmad Anonymous, which is spelled A-H-M-A-D-A-N-O-N-I-M. I S. So again, that spelling is A H M A D A N O N I M I S. Pronounced Ahmad Anonymous. We'll be checking out his music right after our official intermission song of "I'm in the Box" by Lyrical Preachers. Stay tuned. <laughs> Yo, LMR, ISO, it's for all my people in the boxes, you know, those who scared to step outside the comfort zone, this one's for you, let go, I'm in a box, I'm in a box, I'm in a box, and I don't wanna come out, I'm in a box, I'm in a box, I'm in a box, and I don't wanna come out, I'm in a box, I'm in a box, I'm in a box, and I don't wanna come out. I'm in a box, I'm in a box, I'm in a box, and I don't wanna come out. Swaggy, swaggy, swag, swaggy. I'm a swagaholic, swag. I got so much swag, I could make a swag profit. Gucci on my body, Gucci. Louis on my bag. Louis. You love this crappy music, so I gotta pop them cash, cash out. Pork chop ballin', ballin'. Call it balls home. Boink. I get so much money, call it women, female dogs. Ooh. When I'm in a club, all the people lose control. I'm crazy, and that's because I sold the music industry my soul. So they said to take my talent and put it in a box So I'll never make enough money to afford a pair of socks no clothes. So here I am flexing cause I sacrificed my dignity And sealed away my vision just to make it in the industry Ooh, You gotta do what you gotta do man, I sold my own mama for this fame I'm in, I'm in a box, I'm in a box, I'm in a box And I don't wanna come out I'm in a box, I'm in a box, I'm in a box Okay, okay, hold up, hold up. I really think I need to address this. Yep. It's funny what a person will do for a gold chain or a diamond necklace. Really? 70% of the time, it's not even about the money. They just want attention. And they're willing to sacrifice their integrity and originality for an honorable mention. Let me get you with a question. Are you really that pressed for the fame? For the fame? That you're willing to limit your talents and gifts to skate your way into the game? To the game? That's a one-hit wonder. 15 minutes lost if your artistic focus. I mean, can you even imagine me dumbing down my rhyme just to get no day attention? Turn up, turn up, turn up. Turn up. All I do is turn up. I turn up so much I might as well eat a bag of turnips. Hey. You wanna know what's sad? What? I bet you like that line. Mm -hmm. It made no sense at all, but I bet you got crunk off that line. Yeah, you can have that. I'ma stay right here with my gift and my talent. If you really wanna make moves, you gotta step out the box and achieve that balance. Go left field, stand out. Go against the grain and get free. Cause last time I checked, hopping on a bandwagon is not to find who you wanna be. Nah, bro, fuck that. I'm too scared to be myself. I'ma stay in my I'm box. in a box. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. And I don't wanna come out. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. 
wanna come out. If you're tired of fitting in, let me hear you say I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. If you'd rather be yourself, let me hear you say I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. If you don't wanna be something you're not, let me hear you say I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. And if you're ready to break the mold, let me hear you say I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. Niggas ain't on like me, get cut off, ain't really on late, get cut off, ain't really on late, get cut off, ain't really on late, get cut off, niggas ain't on like me, get cut off, ain't really on late, get cut off, ain't really on late, get cut off, ain't really on late, niggas ain't me, you ain't really me, niggas ain't me, you ain't really me, niggas ain't me. Out rapping niggas from A to Z Only sleeping on you cause you slept on me In the bed resting, that's where I'll be Beat ball shorts with a tank white tee Really I get sick when I act lazy I'm a grown man shit, I don't act baby he Got them jaw drop flows, let me see them teeth Fuck these niggas up like my name take key Get cut off, you ain't really on that beat Get cut off, you ain't really on that heat Get cut off, niggas ain't on like me Get cut off, you ain't really on that beat Get cut off, you ain't really on that beat Get cut off, you ain't really on that heat Get cut off, niggas ain't on like me Niggas ain't me, you ain't really me. 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 Check my list twice, make sure I'm counting. My skills see you more like fountain. No fake streams, I get it from the dirt. Hold on to that hard shit straight from the verse. If it ain't real, then get off my turf. Flow so ill that a nigga need a nurse. If you is whack, don't hang with me. And I'm the missing name, but the gang know me. Get cut off, ain't really on late. Get cut off, ain't really on that heat. Get cut off, niggas ain't on like me. Get cut off, ain't really on late. Get cut off, ain't really on late. Get cut off, ain't really on that heat. Get cut off, niggas ain't on like me. Get cut off, ain't really on lately. Niggas ain't me. You ain't really me. Niggas ain't me. You ain't really me. Niggas ain't me. You ain't really me, niggas ain't me, you ain't really me. Yeah, 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 yeah
today I just got my Monday, yeah She say I'm funny, left in the bank on a Sunday, yeah I like I'm Pompeii, honey, I am who they pumping, yeah spotlight for today once again if you are if you're an artist and you want to sit in what you do if you're singing if you're doing the spoken word if you got a poem if you got 16 to 32 bars or that's that straight hot fire you want to send that in to atl underground mse at gmail.com if you do origami whatever it is you do that's a talent we want to get you some get you look 15 seconds of fame you want to send that in to ATL Underground MSE at gmail.com. I'm passing it over right now, throwing the alley oop up to my brother, Mr. Low Key. What we got for him on the second half? Swish! <laughs> 
right, so <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> so, all right, so we're gonna dissect and we're gonna look at this contract with Black America that was actually pushed and put out by Ice Cube, O'Shea Jackson. Um, O'Shea, <laughs> Mr. Friday himself, Mr. NWA, and he's been pushing this again. He he put this out and he and he invited all parties. Anybody that can make a decision to actually engage him in this contract. And we're going to go ahead and look at this contract because there's actually a lot of good things in there. Yes, black America, we jumped the gun and wanted to, wanted to be Raid and, and tie, uh, uh, Ice Cube, but they understand what exactly he was doing because we're so used to being systematically brainwashed yep. as to what we should think, what we should do, that when somebody comes to us and says, no, i got another solution that can actually benefit us more than the drones yeah. that we've been be- been doing. Exactly. So we're going to look at key points of the, of the uh, contract with Black America that, um, again, it was written by a professor, uh, by Derek Hamilton, professor and executive director of the Cohen Institute at the Ohio State University. Um, and incoming Henry Cohen, professor of economics and urban policy and university professor at the New School. So this is possible. It was helped written and pushed by someone who actually is proficient in what they're talking about they're doing. So uh, we're going to give our resident PhD, uh, Dr. Funkenstein, a chance to go ahead and chime in on this before we get, dig it deep into this. So um, I'm going to go through section by section. First, uh, you talked about the debate. And I think the one thing that people are missing when we talk about the debate, Trump said, I'm the least racist person in the room. He acknowledged in that statement that he is racist. How about that? Like, like when, when that's said, it's, it's almost like people don't really fully listen to the nuances of words and understand the etymology of what's going on. He actually admitted that he was racist in that, in that, in that statement. And I remember when, it, when he said it, I just like, oh, this, okay, well, he just really, wow. Okay, well, we, let's keep it going then. Um, now, to move on to the, to, the, to, to, to the contract with Black America, I had a debate with a friend of mine, um, and he called him a chump for Trump. And I was just like, I don't know if I agree with that. Because let's just be realistic. There are other communities that are not told to wait until after the election. When the gay and lesbian community came and talked to different uh, 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 people that was running for office about gay marriage, they didn't tell them to wait till after the election. They said, this is what we will do for you. Okay, now I'm going to go talk to the other candidate and see what the other candidate mm-hmm. is willing to do for me. Then uh, 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 the, the, the Latino people, when they say, hey, we want to talk to you about immigration and DACA, they didn't say, well, let's wait till after the election and we'll come talk to you. No, they said, this is the plan that we have for you. Vote for me and I will put this in place for you. Why is my people... Why, when you talk about us, are we told to wait to after something? No, because I'm voting for you based off of what you say. Because I feel like in order to get my vote, you should talk, you should have a plan for my reparations that, that my greatest grandfather was old, excuse <clears throat> me, and never given. And don't tell me it's too expensive. Simple fix. I don't have to pay taxes for the next five years. We good. That's a <laughs> simple fix. You ain't got to take no money out of the treasury and send it to me. Just let me keep mine that I make on myself, okay? Or, hey, how about this? How about this? You, 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 I'm my 40 acres. You don't have to give me 40. Sell me two, sell me two acres for $1. 
It's done all the time to businesses where you want to you want to gentrify the area. Give me my reparations. Stop playing games and saying it's too expensive for this. It's too no 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 because it can be done if you want it to be done. Because the reality of the situation is through land that's where wealth is. Okay, and I guarantee you, you can sell me this broken down house. Okay, in 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 West Bubba, but I'm gonna get Uncle Ray Ray, and we gonna fix it up. So that's something that needs to be said. And then people attacked. Uh, Ice Cube, but it didn't look at what he put in the thing, okay? And I think one of the things that was so, so trill that he got in here, he talked about past federal, a past federal program with providing every child with a government-funded trust account at birth, starting with a $1,000 contribution. Do you understand that by the time the child's 18, Rich. that's $46,000. So let's think about this for a second. I can go to a college and not have to get a loan? Well, so that means I don't have to start my, yeah. my life off with debt? At least two semesters will be paid for. You know, well, depending on the school you go to. If yeah. you go to a state school, King which, which, which <laughs> right. If you go to a state school, though, that 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 that'll pay off your whole, you know, uh, uh, college career. But if you go to a private institution, yes, you're right. It's gonna cost more money. But the point is, it still puts you ahead oh, yeah. of the fiscal slavery situation that the yeah, majority definitely. of college students are yeah, in. Yeah, definitely, what student loans are. So, yeah. and this 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 is this is why like people are randomly just because he wants to talk. Uh, 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 you know, he, he they, they're like, whatever. It's like, no, 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 pay attention. Look at it. Read about it. What he talks about with prison reform, that, that would change our lives. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, 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 the Federal Reserve would change our lives. But here's the trick. If you want to hide something from a black person, what the old folks used to say? Put it in the book. Put it in the book. But people don't understand why they people said that too, though. Put it in the book is why. Because we couldn't, we weren't allowed to read. Yep. Yeah. So you put it in a book, it's illegal for me to read it. Mm -hmm. So you put it in there, guess why I would never know what it is because you're going to hang me, castrate me, or, 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 or drop me in the bottom of a lake, or brutalize me, or mutilate me if I read it. But now it speaks to us being lazy. Yep. Now, yeah. the, today's connotation of that means lazy Negroes ain't finna read nothing. So, you know. But you, th you think it's laziness or you think it's the aspect of what? Because when you're for so long, you're taught to not do something, you pass that mess down to your children. And they, so it's like, by by not based on, now I'm not giving no excuses, but based on what you call conditioning mm -hmm. and brainwashing. I know what you're talking then about. Then that kind of makes you step back because like, well, can I really do this? Because even though I was free, they still castrated me for carrying a book. They still hung me for carrying a book. They for, still mutilated me. For the sake of not opening up another can of worms and getting us way off task, I'll just <laughs> say for right now, it's a, it's, a, it's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of conditioning, and it's a little bit lazy Negroes ain't finna go read nothing. Because everybody want to be a rapper? Yo, Facts. Now, so, you, now you finna open up another right, Facts. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. He brought forth some beautiful plans. Even mm -hmm. the one, he, the plan he brought back out was, you know, that college and universities must maintain a percentage of African-Americans, not the 5% quota, 
that they keep putting out there. And typically, that five percent in the major institution is your athletes. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so but a large percentage of African Americans based upon thirty percent. They must be uh, 30, 25 30% of your enrollment. Why? Because guess what? That gives us a fair chance. Instead of us constantly put, applying for these colleges and getting that wait list of rejection letter, so you, can have that, so you can meet your quota, and once you meet your quota, you're done with us. How about, yeah, you make this fair and equal. You do it for the others, so do it for us. And, and, and not just that. I like the aspect you put in there that you must now teach affirmative action. And, and history... Um, in the schools, and those curricula must be written by African Americans. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And you must talk about Mali. If you don't know about the Malian Empire, that's Mansa Musa and Sanjata. Sanjata is a great is the grandfather of Mansa Musa. Sanjata is the one who actually um, brought together and, and 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 actually founded the Malian Empire. He was so wealthy, it was ridiculous. And then his grandson Mansa Musa inherited a lot of that wealth, and he shook the very foundations of African because guess what? He had more money than most of the people in, in the world. But if you if you teach that, you 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 you're oh, tearing no, no. apart the foundation of white supremacy no, no, no. because now you're it. not suprem- you're no, not no. supremacist. Anymore. They do teach it, but you know what they teach? They teach that Manson Musa messed up the African economy. That's what they teach. They tell you Manson Musa, but they say he messed up the African economy. He because he was giving away all this money. So let me get this right: somebody who's being philanthropic and actually allowing the African people to eat. He was messing up the economy. No, what you want to say is those rich merchants, now a poor man can afford your merchandise. Yep. And now that he can wear the same thing as kings and queens. And so you want to now raise up the price because you don't want the poor people to be on par with those. Because he gave away what they consider $400 billion mm-hmm. today, in today's language. So he gave this away to the people, to the poor people. And they were able to eat. So guess what? You didn't no longer have really had a ruling class. You had a, a just people. And you have people that can eat, that can, and the merchants were making money, and but they can say, for me to sell this garment to a king and a queen at premium price, little Joe Blow, who 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 who, 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 the, who works for the fishermen's fishermen's fishermen, can afford this too, so it devalues it. So guess what? That messes up the economy. That's what they were trying to say. Mm-hmm. You instead of saying, no, this man was philanthropic and made sure everybody can eat. He made sure everybody's belly was full. He made sure everybody had clothes on their back and shoes on their feet. He made sure every household had a goat, a pig, or a cow, or whatever they chose to have in order to feed themselves. But instead, they teach it in a denigrating manner to whereas it makes it look like he was the bad guy. Yeah, but that was part of the plan. That was part of the plan. And, and that is the issue. And that's why mm-hmm. I like the Af- the, this uh, contract with Black America, because now it forces you to now teach a lip semblance of truth from a different perspective mm-hmm. that allows our children to say, no, that is not what happened. This is what happened based upon this curriculum. And it now takes away your civics and put it to civilization. Because civics is based upon the American dynamics of civics and control. Mm-hmm. Civilization is something different. And so that's what needs to be taught. And that's why I like this contract and that part of that contract. Because now it changes the scope and dynamics of education. And will allow our children to actually have a chance in order to truly learn and have an identity of what their people are like. But you know what? They're not going to... like. I, I, I would love for that to be signed on. You know, I would love for it to be taught in classrooms, but the reality of the situation is the only way that would really get taught in the classrooms is if we have our own school and we educate our own people. A contract is a what? It's a legal binding way. Yep. 
They're not going to sign it. No, no, but I'm saying it's a legal binding one. It's a legal binding document. If you breach this, guess what? There's penalties, right? But they're not going to sign it. And that's what scares them. This is a legal binding contract. So with the Native Americans, with the Asians, with the other groups, there was a handshaking situation saying, we're going to do this for you. This makes you sign a legal binding contract that says, you don't do this, there are penalties. And so they don't want this penalty because they know for a fact once they look at this assignment, you're on the hook for yeah. it, and it must happen. And guess what? It's enforceable by law. So now, if this if this university don't let me in, and they got a 22 percent uh, African American rate, I can now sue that university for discrimination yeah. because a legal binding contract says that you must have this, and you ain't met your quota. Yeah, but that that plays that plays their game better than them, and that's why they're afraid of it. That is correct. So now. So now, so let's look at some some of the other contract. Let's let's talk about some of the other contract, like uh, like uh, <laughs> the black representation of all government civil rights investigative bodies. What mm-hmm. does that mean? That talks about your your immunity. Mm-hmm. That talks about because now qualified immunity. That now talks about your immunity because now yes. if I sit on that board. I can say no, you don't have that. Mm-hmm. Not in this case. And mm-hmm. now because now it's not it's now not just. The victim's peers that is sitting up there in a the courtroom is not a victim peers that's sitting behind that bench and making a decision. Mm-hmm. That changes the scope and the dynamic. Automatically. See what and I'm then saying? They, so, and then they have to have, uh, what is it called? Uh, what, what, what is it? Malpractice insurance. Yeah. So why, cause why, should, why should the average citizen be forced to pay for the, for the mistake or the blatant disregard for safety that this officer committed and and the city is sued. No, no, no. The officer needs to be sued. <clears throat> and that's the thing. <clears throat> so now, or we look at the fact that um, now, <clears throat> not with just that, but now that you have more polling places in African American communities, mm-hmm. and they must mm-hmm. have equal access to black voters as they do in white and other communities, mm-hmm. and the lack of violates and because we it actually violates the Voter Rights Act. When you don't have this, because now you have taken away the African American vote and you're not providing them with equal opportunity. See what I'm saying? So now you're you're forcing them to say, oh no, you can't take those polling places away like you just did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, Swatch need as many voting places as 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 um, Alpharetta mm-hmm. or Sandy Springs mm-hmm. or or Gainesville. Yeah, I ain't worried about it no way. So so now you have now opened up that can of worms. So now you're going to give me access to vote so now I can walk down the street from my house to vote instead of driving 20 miles in traffic to try to vote. Right. Or, or equal health care facilities in all neighborhoods regardless of demographics. Because truth be told, you've seen the hospital inside, hospitals that's in the swatch and everything else. These things look like some, it's an abandoned building that somebody threw rocks at. Yeah. But now you got to put money into fixing up and making it look good and giving it the best health care. Now, guess what? Now we're going to have a less mortality rate. And I mean infant mortality rate at that. So now that makes you do that. Or if you make Juneteenth a federal holiday. Or what about the FCC licensing part? You know what I'm saying? A broadcast network will be required to air black produced shows equal to 20%. Because that right there in itself could go ahead and change, could go ahead and change the image of the black family. Because now we don't only have to see us as the the leader of the 
the the gang or 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 the music em, 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 mogul that's that's really doing underhanded work at the same time or or the the club owner that's that's really a hustler on the side. No, we could be the lawyer doctor or the preacher again. You understand? Oh, you don't mean we don't have to sit there and watch Snowfall? Exactly. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Now Snowfall is pretty good. It's pretty good. It showed a lot of different sides of things, but. I miss Cosby Show. Exactly. Different world. Mm-hmm. Family matters. I miss those things. Right. All those things that you still put on syndication. But where the new ones at? Mm-hmm. Where my new family matters? They were mm-hmm. significant to us because they put us in such a, a different light. Well, my in, new in good times. I mean, I don't necessarily want to know see good times. Yeah. I don't know see. I, I, Jefferson made good times. Good times Jeff- kind of sad, man. Was, but but it dealt with real life. It or did. even if you want to go to different strokes, different strokes dealt with with, with bullying and racism and all kinds it did. of stuff. It did. Well, but you had two little black children raised by a rich white man. So, and he was a savior. The rich Wait, white what's man was a savior. Different, different strokes. Different strokes. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mr. Drummond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Willis. And Arnold. Yeah, what you talking about? Bruce? You know, the dude that never get, grew up. Um, Gary Coleman. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, rest in peace, Gary Coleman. But um, but th- but those things, because truth be told, everybody wanted to be with Laura. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody Facts. didn't know how they felt about Steve Urkel, but they knew yeah. they wanted to be Stefan Urkel. Facts. And you showed, but you showed an African-American teenager that was so intelligent that it made him odd, but he became accepted as people understood his worth. Mm-hmm. And that and that's what you need to see. Or I mean, everybody wanted to, have, you know, uh, Claire Huxtable, or to laugh at, at Cliff Huxtable, to right. see a dynamic family and the, and the trials they went through, mm-hmm. being a middle class, upper class family with African American children, mm-hmm. and what had to deal with. Mm-hmm. So, so or a different world, because guess what? We all wanted to go to Hillman. I mean, but like <laughs> a different world changed my life because this. Oh, that's a, he from Brooklyn. Oh. Oh, he went to college. Yeah. Oh, I can I can come from the projects and go to college. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You can see a Dwayne Wade that's actually inventing games. Exactly. It's highly intelligent. It's a college tutor. I mean, that's your introduction to historically black Greek life. Mm-hmm. You get to see this. I mean, you saw School Days, but we, we all watched Bill Cosby. We, we all watched The Different World first, mm-hmm. and people keep forgetting that was all produced by Bill Cosby. Yep. He let us see what it is that we can actually do. Because I was like, hey, we want to go to an HBCU. Yeah, yeah. Much, yeah. I mean, that's what we want. We, we want to see what Whitley Gilbert really like. Uh, I'm not being real. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So these were the things that the black country, the black country with America would do for us. Mm-hmm. It gives our the children, the new children, a chance to see what that's like instead of you wanting to be, you know, shot us. <laughs> see what I'm saying? Instead exactly. of you, I mean, I'm just being real. Yeah. No, I mean, instead because... of you want to be an American gangster. Yep. See what I'm saying? So it, it shows you that. See what I'm saying? Or you, or instead, you want to be the next Stringer Bell. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being real. It shows you that. Yes. It, it shows you the implementation of these things. It shows you that we are more. And it gave us a true dynamic of that. Yeah. And people don't understand that. Because mm-hmm. right now, all our kids right now want to be an athlete or artist. Exactly. You got very few. Or they hustle. Or they want to be hustled. Or they want to be hustled. You got very few that says, oh, I want to go be a doctor now. Yep. Or I, I want to go be a lawyer. And we need to be pushing our kids towards that. We need to be putting our kids. Or a police officer. Or a yeah. firefighter. Yeah. These are the things we said way back then. Yep. Oh, I, oh, I want to be an astronaut. Yep. You're not mm-hmm. seeing astronauts seriously on TV anymore. Oh, it's Apollo 13 where you feel like you're going to go to space and end up desecrated. Right. Mm-hmm. But right now, they got a space station right around now in the space that people living on. 
But you don't talk about that. Oh, it's, it's joke. It's joked about with the space force. But do you know what really could that could turn into? We, you know, if we were if we went into that 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 industry full force, we could be pioneering a whole new thing. That, that's that my, could be like that could be like Star Trek in real life. You know could, what I'm saying? That's one of my points. We need to be pushing our kids into like Jordan LaForge. Yes, in, literally. In, 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 in these days and times, we need to be making sure our kids are groomed for these things. Putting our kids in those career fields and career jobs that actually matter in this country. Politics, mm -hmm. big tech, uh, and medicine. Man, if I'd have known a po if I would have known a senator made two hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year, <laughs> like seriously, <laughs> made it nobody told us that a junior senator makes one hundred sixty. Yeah, I nobody told because we don't struggle because they save and, and and clothes all off of themselves. They teach them about that. Well, see, the thing about it is, and and my mother taught me this. You 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 know you can't stay middle class without without a lower class. You can't stay upper class without the middle and the lower class. So That's true. They they don't want you to rise yeah. above your station. The contract with black with the black with Black America would allow us to rise above our station without you having to halfway kill yourself to do it. And and that's the and that's the it, issue that we have. It would allow us to break all those glass ceilings or, or step on each other to get there. And, and, and that's, that's why, and that's why I want to bring this. That's why I want to have this stuff on the show today because this truth be told, um, this really highlights the things that we've been asking for. Yep. That the things we want, but that has been eluding us for all this time. Every single one, though. Not he didn't leave out nothing. Not like, like, and then the thing that we know we probably won't get is a formal admission and apology to Black Americans of past wrongdoings. For your hangings nah. and lynchings, for that? your incarcerations, for your slavery, mm -hmm. for your brutalization, mm -hmm. rapes, and mutilations. Make mm -hmm. Donald Trump read that to, the, uh, to, I mean, that to us. Uh, he ain't gonna do that. He ain't gonna do that. He gonna tell them to stand back and stand by. <laughs> right. Facts. Because he's the least because he's the least racist person in the room. I make him read it. Because because we ain't kills birds. <laughs> and he can't see us because it's too dark. That that is what he said. I'm like Donald, you gotta read this to all African Americans in the country. Let's go. So, I mean, so this is what we're looking at. Like, and again, Ice Cube did a beautiful job. Yes, he did. And he brought it out. He brought it out. Now, okay. I understood the chess game he was trying to play, but. Not trying. Unless, playing. Oh, well, he is playing. But unless you can step, like the caller said earlier, like we've been saying, unless you can step out of your traditional brainwashing, when he, when you first got eyes and ears on what he was talking about, if you weren't, if you're not looking outside the situation, you, you missed it. Because he, he's, he's doing what, what definitely needs to be done. And, and let's separate these two real quick. Let's separate Ice Cube from 50 Cent. Two totally different things. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, Tell him what 50 Cent did. Educate him what 50 Cent did. Because 50 Cent, Lil, Lil Jackson, Lil Jackson, mm. Mr. 50 Cent himself, Curtis Jackson, <laughs> you know, he said that he want, he told people to vote for Trump because he don't want to be taxed for everybody that makes over $400,000 tax their equal share. Instead of it being the 30 Five percent that regular Americans pay, yeah. and you know rich people only pay like 21-22%. He wants them to pay that. Biden wants them to pay their fair share, and Curtis Jackson doesn't want that. And I'm like, dude, Curtis Jackson, fifty cent. Do you not realize what happened to you, but Goldman Sachs? Mm -hmm. no, when you doesn't. when you gave them three hundred million dollars and you lost it, okay, two hundred and ninety. For those who don't know, he made about three hundred million dollars when he sold Vital Water to a Coke. He went and tried to be smart to invest it and lost most of all of it. He's worth, what, 30 to $40 million now? You lost that money. You gave that money to somebody, and they lost it. And they still made money off you losing it, and there was no repercussions. Mm -hmm. Literally. So why would you say something like that? Because I'm pretty sure there are some financial advisors, some African-American companies you could have invested in. 
Well, I mean, he, yeah, you're absolutely right. 150% right. But that's the difference between people who are truly woke and people who are out for self. And I mean, dude, you should be making all that money off power. What happened with that money? What well, I heard, power's about to go away. Boy, because you ain't got ghosts. Yeah. Ghosts don't look on there. You ain't got no ghosts, you know? But again, that's another show. Yeah. Big time drug dealer, you know? But that's but, what I'm saying. But then people don't really know about that brother that played ghost. This this UGA grad. UGA grad who played football for UGA. Wait, Amari? Uh, yeah. yeah. He's, he did, did he, he played football. Or Hampton? No, he played football at UGA. I want to check that. I mean, I'm pretty sure he played for UGA. He played cornerback. Well, we, we can we can check it. We'll get, yeah. some, we'll get somebody to check it. But I, I, I mean, I could be wrong. I'll take it if I'm wrong. I, I, think, I think he went to one of them HUs. Howard or Hampton. Now, he may have done, uh, you know, uh, 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 Georgia's undergrad. We'll see. Somebody get us the info. But he did definitely, 50 Cent definitely didn't do us any help. That's that's just pure selfishness right there. Yeah, pure all the way. Selfishness. I mean, you got plenty of money, bro. You paying uh, a high rate of taxes is not gonna hurt you at all. I mean, you go in the studio anytime you want to crank out uh, uh, a chest of hits, you good to go, bro. It's, it's you're gonna go at least platinum. You know what I mean? The, the amount of people that would want to work with a fifty cents in the studio. When your times get hard, dude, all you gotta do is go hop in the studio. For a couple of days to crank out, crank out an album, and you good to go. Nope, he's with UGA. UGA. Yep, he's a member of your organization. Yeah, he the bros. He the bros. Ice cold in the house. Oh six. Boo. Nah, don't don't hate. Boo. Don't hate. Don't hate. Don't be like that. But again, but that brother went on that on that screen. Yeah. He made impact. He's no longer there. But that's why the show's gonna go. But again, these are the things that people need to know. Like that man, like. That man didn't just pop up. Even then, like, let's talk about uh, Curtis Blow. We, we said something about, you know, Curtis Blow oh, earlier. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We talked about, you know, if I were the world, that was his song, and then Nas wouldn't remade it. Mm-hmm. Curtis Blow went to college. Mm-hmm. A lot of folk back then went to college. Mm-hmm. They did. Das effects went to college. Yeah, they like mm-hmm. they don't talk about that because it, it basically seems like they just they was just some dude out there spitting rhymes. What's the, what's the southern rapper from Mississippi? Um, uh, he, he got his doctoral degree now. Uh, David Banner. David, David Banner. David Banner. He, he Dr. Banner. Dave, rubber band, David Banner. Yep. But I mean, again, but people don't pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. Not that we're, because they want to show us as what? The hood. Yep. Because that's the painting, that's the picture they want to paint of us. And, 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 and oh, 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 how about Dr. Huey P. Newton? Facts. Yeah. Facts. Everybody want to call it. His name's not Huey Newton. His mm-hmm. name was Dr. Huey P. Newton. Facts. How about the lyrics in hip hop, though? Let the, can I quote sucker MCs run DMC real quick? Oh my goodness. It's like uh Talk about Mr. Cross Groove. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying Yeah, DMC no, in the place to be. Yeah. I go to St. John's University and since kindergarten I acquired the knowledge and after twelfth grade I went straight to college. college. Sucker yeah. MCs run DMC. Yeah. Yeah, please believe it. Yeah. St. John's and people St. John's ain't no poop no, no. Yeah. no, it's not. So again, these are the things that need to be highlighted. These are things that need to be talked about. And I believe the contract with Black America will open those doors to allow us to actually show what we are capable of and what we do. When you talk about Mali and Egypt and Ethiopia and Nigeria, and when you talk about the, the land of Kush, when you talk about the, the dynamic of South Africa, when you talk about the Queen of the South, 
One, one the Queen of Sheba, Makita, and the things she did, and the other African queens and kings mm-hmm. that built so much and did so much. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody wants to talk about Shaka Zulu, but Shaka Zulu wasn't the first one. No, he sure wasn't. So, let's get this thing straight. We have did so much in this world that we don't get credit for. And I believe the contract of Black America will open up those doors to allow our children and the other children to be educated on our worth and who we are and what we've done to help them get to where they are. But they don't want to know about Hannibal. They don't want to learn about our... They don't want to learn about stuff like that because the one it, that beat the brakes off of Rome. Facts. That, that made, Rome was so scared that Rome didn't want to fight him on their soil. They let they he beat the brakes off them, and then they went around to North Africa to attack North Africa to get him out of Rome. Facts. You mean that animal? Yeah. You mean the Prince of Africa? They who don't. Saw, they don't want that. Who, who saw his father get killed and vowed vengeance? You mean that animal? See, no, they don't want that history. Just like they don't want to talk about uh, 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 Nate Nat Turner. You understand what I'm saying? Nat Turner? Yeah, yeah. The they minister Nat Turner? Yeah. You mean the one who's getting brutalized and they forced to be a minister to go around to other countries and minister? And all the while he was smart to have a plan? Facts. And when he started implementing that plan, he beat the brakes off his captors? Knocking Facts. out white folk look, one at a time. <laughs> so let's guess. You, you're check, right. Check it. I, I want to say, I want to, any contract with America, with black America, they have definitely, definitely, definitely got to put in there. Um, crap, I lost my point. Good grief. I got so wrapped up what you was talking about. <laughs> I totally got off base. I'm, I'm gonna get, keep keep going. I'm, I'm gonna get that back. I'm gonna get that back. But well, that's I, the I thing. Lost it. That's the thing. They don't want the information out there because what it does is it elevates us. Because they think elevating us will actually lower and lower them. And and, and the thing of that is. You can't be lower if you really contributed all that you say you contributed. But that's the thing. They didn't contribute anything. I can't say they didn't contribute anything. Okay, you're right. Uh, Albert Einstein correct. contributed a lot. They contributed. Even though uh, Albert Einstein taught where? Lincoln University exactly, in Pennsylvania exactly, and HBCU. Exactly. But people don't realize that. The, smart, the smartest man, known man, yeah. taught at Lincoln University yeah. and the HBCU. They would yeah. never say that out loud. No! But, but I mean, they, they definitely did contribute some, but not the majority, the overwhelming majority that they said. Like, like, if the truth of Thomas Edison came out and everybody knew the truth, that would change the fabric of history. No, they won't. You want to know why it won't? Because they're going to steal just like Donald Trump. Whatever he say, they be like, yeah, he did it. No, no, that's what he said. It said it's true. Yep. Because you say, no, Thomas yeah, Edison yeah. had two employees. He had Nikola Tesla and Granville T. Woods. And that's how, you know, the things came out that came out. That's how you can see light today because Nikola, uh, Nikola and Granville decided they was going to build an a, a, a actual apparatus to where a filament could go inside and show current and illuminate in a bulb. No, they can't do that because, you know, they want that. Or Lewis Latterer says, hey, this is how you make a signal go through a, a, a wire yeah. and it can transmit a signal of auditory sound. Yeah. Right. I mean, so so again, no, you don't want to do that. And but the contract with Black America will allow you oh, yeah. to have the because guess who's writing the curriculum? We are. We are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, I'm gonna tell you why they don't want that to happen. And this is truth to the game. If we actually start excelling in education, that takes away their thought of all that's wrong with education, and their homies can constantly sell million dollar plans to their other homies and them get paid. Oh yeah. Because education is a business. It sure so is. So if you keep things wrong and say that the little poor African Americans and minorities are the problem, and you keep writing these programs to try to help them, but yet they're not excelling, so you now see no longer they're the problem, then your people can't keep making money off of that. Or 
they don't want to actually have legitimate competition because I guarantee you now that put now, me that's in the room yeah. with, a, with with one of the others and let's sit down and let's talk about music and let's the person with the greatest amount of knowledge get the job but you don't know if I'm if I'm white black blue or orange they getting smashed every time now see that that and that's that's a scary point because opening up the doors for fair play and competition on, on any facet, on any level of, of achievement in this country, scholastic or otherwise, they, it, it scares other people because they know, you know, they know what they're up against. Because we traditionally have had to be ten times as smarter yeah, exactly. as the dumbest other in the room to get any kind of, you know, what's ups on, you know, what's, what's going or, you know, big ups or props about anything. But yeah, that contract definitely needs to free up, you know, free competition space, you know. So for us, to I, achieve, I employ people to actually go and by Jane Elliott, the brown eyed, blue eyed experiment. I I employ people to go Ooh. look at that. You talk about some heat now, son. I mean, because at the end of the day, tell us what that is. The brown eyed, blue eyed experiment is a spin by Jane Elliott, where she actually separated the class by brown eyes and blue eyes, and she made one feel less inferior. If she made one feel like they were nothing and others feel like they were everything. And she did it amongst white kids. And the horror that those kids felt in that experiment because they couldn't do what the other kids do because they had brown eyes. Or they couldn't do what the other kids do because they had blue eyes. No. Or they could no longer play also, with the brown eyes because they had blue eyes. Those kids were horrified. Also tell them who she is. Jane Elliott. Jane Elliott is actually a, a researcher and author who actually went to the University of Northern Iowa. And she and, is. And she was educated. And she is. White. Thank you. She is white. She did this experiment after the assassination of Martin Luther King. She wanted people to understand because people were like, well, I don't understand why this is so important. And she did that experiment to show them why it was so important, why racial discrimination was so important. That's what she did. But yeah. the great part about it is when she did the experiment with grown men and women, and they had their feelings about it. And then she said, now imagine how the black people feel. Them folk cry. On a daily That's what I was about basis. to say. A lot of them couldn't take it. They, they broke down. Broke, she broke their they broke soul with that. They cried. Yeah, they... they they, yeah, yeah, they turned into big, massive puddles of just whimpering nothings. And but yeah. you know the crazy thing about that, that experiment was showed all and done all over the world. And guess what happens? Nothing. Nothing. You and people understand like, well, we have civil rights, but we're right back. It seems like we always right back where we started from. Well, we ain't right back we, where we started. We ain't from. in slavery, we, and we not being lynched on a large scale. We've had some advanced. See the well, thing, well, thing, we, thing we, we, we being lynched lately though. Like, the, like, yeah. like, I said on a large scale. The thing that you you gotta, ain't going around listening to a bunch of black people because you're gonna get shot. The thing that you got to understand now about racism, as to why a lot of of the others miss it, is that racism evolved over the years. It got smart. Yeah. It got intelligent. It realized that I can't be this overt, in your face, out in the over kind of thing. Because number number one, hell, in 1980, in 1990, in 2020, in 2020, being that kind of racist number one what you don't get your behind kicked somewhere so quite literally so racism decided you know what i need to weave myself in phrases and clauses i need to weave myself in the fabric of politics and law Ooh, i can get it like that. this i can get them like this you can only get six months white guy for this uh two bags of cocaine but for this half of fingernail of marijuana we're gonna give him 15 years that's so racist. I, I, want, I want to show people. So 
you know, there was a movie that came out in 1985 called Crush Groove. Mm. It was uh, produced by mm. Russell Simmons. Yeah. And it was basically about what happened to him in his life. Yeah. With, uh, you know, a few minor details and uh, changes. Mm -hmm. And in that scene in Crush Groove where Blair Underwood played Russell, mm -hmm. Russell Simmons, but you know, he played Russell, and Russell and his white friend went to the bank to get a, a $5,000 loan for their, to, to put out records that they already had sold. Like, it's already so they just need the money to print them. Mm -hmm. And so they sat in front of the, the white banker and they said, hey, you know, we, we, we got this business. We, we, we have the stuff sold. We just need to produce it because we don't have enough money to produce it right about now. But we already have the order standing. He said, well, what type of business is it? He said, well, it's, it's, a, it's a music business. He said, what kind of music do you do? <laughs> he said, well, we do hip hop. He said, what's hip hop? What's hip -hop? Yeah. And he was like, well, we can show you what hip-hop is. And he's like, nah, bro, we good. Yeah. We, we can't finance that business. We can't give you no loan. Yeah. So what happens? He had to go to a loan shark. That's what happens all the time. And the, the representation of a loan shark is a predatory lender. Sound familiar? Mm -hmm. So we can't get it from a regular institution that could get us or whatever else, even though you're still predatory lending to me. But, that, you get, but I can't get it. I can't yeah. own something of collateral. Yeah. He said, what's your collateral? We got about you know, $5,000 of real estate equipment. And... The guy said, the white guy said, no, we got $50,000 in stereo equipment. Yeah. That's the reputation. They're going to embellish. Yeah. He, but again, we have collateral. Yeah. We have to sum with the collateral. And with that collateral, we're asking for this, that you can take if we don't make it. But I already have this sold. Yeah. So it doesn't even matter. So, but it also showed in the movie how we would do our own wrong. It also shows that. Because he had to go to a long shark that was one of us. Not to mention that shark is going to bite in the end. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because he's going to charge you all kind of stuff. So that's what we want people to look at. That's what people we want people to go. And, and that's how we want things to actually work with this contract with black America. We want to make sure um, that we understand that there are principal dynamics out there that we can achieve. Mm -hmm. and But we must have the opportunity to achieve. And the contract with Black America will most likely allow us to achieve that because it's a legal binding contract. Yep. And if you don't adhere to that, there are penalties. So the, we're trying to hold now people to the, their foot to the fire to say you're gonna do what you're gonna say now or else. You can't I, lie to me. I remember. And tell me one thing and then do something else. I remember what I was gonna say earlier. Any contract we garner uh, with the government, it needs to have language in it about us being able to form our own party, our own political party. I believe if we were to form our own political party, we, we at that point, we have to be heard. We have to be recognized. If we form it right, build it up, and make it as strong as it needs to be, backed by financial chess moves, then we become the power we but need we to become need in this country. In order to I didn't say win. alienate them. I just oh, okay, said, yeah. I didn't say alienate yeah, okay, gotcha. them. But we need to have our own political party. Do we have another caller coming through? Not yet? Okay. okay, but I, I think in that in the framework of that contract, it needs to have language in it about us being able to form our own. But we don't party. need that. We don't need. We can form it now. We don't need that to be in this. You understand? Well, my, well if you're gonna have a contract, let's let's get everything we can get because my my thing is we need to have Republicans, Democrats, Democrats. I'm sorry, Democrats, and then maybe we're the Kimmets. Or maybe we're the Kushites. I don't know. Or, or maybe we're the we're the we're the the, the pyramidist. Or maybe we're the the uh, the new Babylonians. Real quick, I, I don't uh, know. So for those who want to call in, our station number, uh, the AT Underground uh, Radio Show number is 404-721-4552. Again, that phone number is 404 
721-4552. You can also find it at our, on our website at majorsmartentlc.com. And you can always email us. And if you have any talent or music, you email us at atlundergroundmse at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us. We have a YouTube channel. So we, we got that out there. So you can reach us. And, and please, 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 we take all suggestions, criticism or not. We take them all because we our, our goal is to make this grassroots station the premier grassroots station in the world for people of not just color, but all minorities. But check this out. Think, think of how grand that would be if, you know, we did have our own political party and it was strong and it was powerful and it had say-so and it garnered relationships that, that made people have to give us an audience every election. Not just on certain kinds of elections, but every election. Okay, we got to go check out, you know, what the Kemet Party wants, to, wants us. You know, we got to go check out what they want. We got to, you know, we got to give them, you know, some of what they asking for. Because they have the spending power. Well, see, exactly. I, I totally agree with what you're saying. This is what I was talking about when we were initially talking. We had the subject about uh, is Joe Biden really for the black community? And I was saying we need to form our own party and start planning for the next presidential election, planning for the next midterm so we can get those of us that are really for us by us for real and in those seats and i'm with you on that but my 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 only my only caveat to that was we need to start from a platform of some sort of normalcy in government and not from the ashes of another four years of donald oh, yeah. trump by no means at this point let's get joe biden in office let's get some things back to normal or back to uh, rational operate operating oh, yeah. rationally, mm -hmm. and then let's go ahead and sit down and put our empire. The Arnold Twizzler has to go. You yeah, the then put our empire together. Four more years of Donald Trump. Nah, you that that is a a, a monumental task of epic proportions. Which would oh my gosh, it'll take us several decades to build something under another four years of that dude. Because we we know what his his politics is about. He oh, can't man. even admit that, you know, hate groups are bad. He can't even respect uh, 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 United States heroes, politics or po politicians or otherwise. He can't even tell somebody, hey, there's a bad virus out there that's killing people. Wear a mask. It's, or, at least, or at least say, hey, it's probably a good idea to wear a mask. I don't really like wearing it, but I think you probably should to keep you safe and keep other people safe. I mean, good grief. Do that. So, but he has he politicized a medical device to help protect lives. Yeah. Why, so why would you do that? So let's go to a radio station break, uh, and we'll come right back to wrap up. Uh, again, ATL Underground, thank you all for you know supporting us and everything. We're gonna go to a station break, and we'll be back after this quick timeout.
I feel free. I feel absolutely free. I was a free Negro. You know, I was making my own rules. You couldn't get in, I couldn't get out. But in my space, I was the key. In that little space I had, I was the king. And that's what I feel. You understand? That's what I feel.
Welcome back, world, and all of our followers and all of our listeners. <laughs> Mortal Kombat! Big, big topper we got tonight. I call her ready. We got a caller. We ready? Got a caller. Yep. All right, caller, go ahead. Let me know what's on your mind. Good evening. Can y'all hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Uh, you guys have a great topic tonight. This, this, this is, uh, oh, I hear, I hear an echo. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. We got you. All right, cool. Um, you guys are having a great topic tonight on um, the discussion. Um, this is, uh, Burt Thomas. I know, I know all of y'all. So, <laughs> um, I wanted to call in and comment on it. Um, contract uh, with black America and, um, the things you were discussing. I think, uh, one of, I mean, there's, there's some parts in there that were put into the contract to not, was it to basically just kind of open the eyes of the majority uh, let's just say white folks that are reading it and politicians, et cetera. But actually no real action is to be expected on it. There's some things that are just kind of like making, you know, making requests and things like that. Filibuster. But one big, one big thing though, that's very important in those 22, 23 pages of the contract is what was discussed earlier in regards to uh, holding police accountable. And, um, not not having the city to pay for them and their actions, but actually have them being accountable for their own actions with their own insurance. And if a cop, you know, has too many demerits for unreasonable force or for killing folks, um, justified or unjustified, they should be uninsurable and they cannot work, period. Not in Cobb County, not in Fulton County. Not in Valdosta, nowhere. Or and it should be in a national database also. So I they like can't that. move to California either. So I think that I think to me that's one of one of the most important parts of that contract because it's holding police accountable. Also, mm. um, I think it's important to note that the uh, the contract with Black America, there have been, you know, there's several different authors that chimed in on it. And I think some people were bothered. They felt that Ice Cube doesn't have the, you know, the, the intellectual background or whatever to write something like this or the credibility. And I beg to differ with that. I think he, I think he does. Um, he has, he has the background. We all know that music wise and experiences like that. But I think that he's a great face for this. But I think that he's been misinterpreted by many people because he started off with the whole withhold your vote, withhold your vote um, until they give you what you want. And my problem with that is timing. Okay, the contract with Black America is fantastic, but the timing of this coming out right now versus this should have come out two years ago, and we should have held President Trump's feet to the fire on this and the Republicans on this and say, look, you guys are controlling the Senate. You guys are controlling the, um, the executive branch with the presidency. Okay. We need to hold your feet to the fire on this. We want you to look, read it, sign it, 
And if you all don't agree with it, or you all want to push this under the rug, we will withhold our vote. So two years ago, that was appropriate. Mm. The problem is now, at the very last minute, when you say to the Democrats, here's a contract for Black America. We want you to read it, and we want you to comment on it. And they say, oh, well, wait till after the election. Well, the Republicans, all they have to do is say the opposite of that. Oh, we'll just listen to We'll read it. Or we'll check it out. Mm. That's the same to me as saying wait till after the election. Gotcha. It's just giving lip it's just giving lip service to, you know, lip service and showing like they care. And then what they did was they turned it around on Ice Cube and played the hell out of it. Right. Here, here's that, that saying and um oh I just yeah, excuse my excuse my language, but played played him and I think it's very important that when we give out these contracts or we make demands it's not really as important as who the messenger is it's more important the timing and how you present it okay because parts of of that plan were put into that platinum plan that whole 500 billion dollar thing but the problem is the problem is the republicans made it look like Ice Cube was supporting Trump, and Ice Cube said he's he's not. I believe I, mean, I believe he's not, but at the same time, we don't say let's withhold our vote and give it to the party or the person who will just give in to our demands. There's more that we need than 22 pages of contract with Black America. If Trump says, "Well, we'll we'll, we'll hit you on points two and three, he's obviously going to ignore the police part. Okay, he's ignore that. But what if the Biden side says, okay, we'll compromise with you on this, 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 and this? And so what happens at that point? Then all of a sudden you've made a step towards Trump, but now you're alienating the ideas and from the other side, from the Biden side. So I just, I just think that things were done kind of prematurely that made Ice Cube look bad, but also – in white America eyes, a lot of people, it has lessened the power and strength and effectiveness of the contract with black America by doing it this time right now. Let's gotcha. have consequences and let's just make them accountable. That's it. Thank well, you, guys. Well, Carl, Carl I got you. a question for you real quick because a lot of people have been saying yeah. that uh, Cube's timing, you know, kind of makes things suspect. Why not? Uh, at this time or why not an earlier time coming out with, right. you know, the contract. But my take on that is when he got the inspiration for this or to come out with this, maybe he wasn't ready to come out with it in the earlier terms of Trump's presidency. Maybe he hadn't even had to <laughs> thought about it uh, early in Trump's presidency. Maybe he got the inspiration for this whole thing just in the last couple, three to four, six to eight months. Can it was written get, can, after the George Floyd killing. It was okay. It was written after the George Floyd killing. So okay. So why right. I, again? I don't understand why we want to put a timestamp on on him coming up with a plan for Black America. Why would we even do that to him? You know, my thing is the man has written, and then we talk about his his uh, scholastic aptitude to 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 put forth such a document. Okay, the man has written 
written movies. I mean, he he's a lyricist. He's a he's a creator of song. He's you know he's an artist. So he he's right. not qualified to have conscientious thought on an intellectual level to say to to, to come out and say these things are right and wrong in the country as far as it pertains to the African American. Right. I, I, I agree. I agree. I, I was saying my point was um, there are people that believe that, that do believe that he's not qualified to speak for black America. Mm-hmm. They just say that straight up. There are many people, many black folks say that. I'll say this. Um, the George Floyd killing, yeah, prompted this contract, you know, really started the writing of it and, and making our demands and things like that. Um, because it really, especially that police, a part about the police thing, right? Mm-hmm. That really obviously is connected to the George Floyd thing, and we are all fed up with the police and how they've been treating us. But on the flip side, let's let's say, okay, if the if George Floyd did it, now obviously we're saying two years ago, personally to me, I think it would have been more effective to put this out two years ago and hold the current president's feet to the fire, and then in election time be like, hey man. You threw this under the rug and didn't help us at all mm-hmm. and ignored it. So you sure as hell ain't getting our vote. So mm-hmm. at least there's a metric there, right? There's a metric. We can measure. Yeah. We can mm-hmm. measure and hold the president accountable. By doing it the last minute here right for the election, a lot of people say it seems disingenuous. Kind of like, okay, well, you, you, I mean, both sides are probably going to say, well, we, we'll, we'll take the contract with Black America. We're going to look at it, and we're going to put it into effect because we want your vote. That's what all it looks like now. Because mm-hmm. politicians, politicians are sleeping. Right. Ice Cube's not a politician. My, uh, Ice Cube's not a politician. So he's not, uh, he's not like, you know, it's like, man, he's an entertainer. But like you all mentioned earlier about 50 Cent, see, we can't mix up Ice Cube and 50 Cent, okay? We can't. We can't put those two together and say they're both rappers and see white folks of, uh, or, or those in the majority, shall I say, oftentimes will say, oh, 50 Cent thinks this way. Ice Cube thinks this way. Or all black entertainers feel this way. Mm-hmm. And see, that's the problem with Trump. He's going after the black males that have the money, that are voting on their tax bracket, and that are true sellouts like 50 Cent is. That's a true sellout. When you say, I know the dude is racist against black folks, but I'm supporting him because I'm, I'm supporting my checkbook. That's the definition of a sellout, when you don't care about your people at all. So, is Ice Cube like 50 Cent? Hell no. This dude is putting himself out there to push forward our, our black agenda, okay? But what if Trump says, what if Trump says, okay, I'll look at it. Like he did, he said he'll look at it, or his people said, okay, well, we're, we're looking at it. And Biden's side says, wait till after the election, and you say, well, everyone, since he, since Trump's side is, is saying they'll consider it, and Biden's side is saying, wait till after the election, we want, we're going to, let's vote for the person who said they'll look at it right now. Hell, it doesn't mean he agrees with it or is going to roll with it. I get you. You see what I'm saying? And then the whole Juneteenth thing. Don't get don't let us get started on the Juneteenth thing. <laughs> he came Trump came to Atlanta and he meant he, he was supposed to mention Juneteenth mm. and it being a national holiday and putting into effect. And yeah. that dude came down here to Atlanta to the Galleria 
and he did not say not one word about Juneteenth. Yeah, true. And that. he has not mentioned Juneteenth, and he has not mentioned Juneteenth again. Yeah. And I got personally, I have a problem with that. So uh-huh. we, so we're in a situation. Where, now, am I, am I a Biden, uh, Biden Harris supporter? I'm a Harris supporter, actually. Right. I feel that. I know who's at the, and I know who's at the top of the ticket. I definitely would like to see a sister, you know, uh, reach reach that height. Okay, a fellow HBCU graduate, you remember the Pan, uh, AKA the sorority, part of the Panhill. All those things are great, but in the end, is Biden the same as Trump? No way. They are completely different people. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, we could talk all night about the whole crime bill and the whole nine, and we can, you know, and those that know me know my perspective on that already. But I'll say this. There is a difference between Biden and Trump. I do hear you guys talking about uh, another political party giving us more choice than what we have right now because we don't have a choice. We walk in there and it's like we have somebody who actually out the words out of his mouth said, I'm the least racist person in here. I've done the most for black people since Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. That was insane. Abraham, Abraham, those that know Abraham Lincoln know that Abraham Lincoln would have kept 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 folks in slavery would have kept us in slavery if he could save the union yep. he, said that. he would have <laughs> <laughs> right so you know I'm, I'm like you know but hey with what he did he earned himself a picture above grandmother's fireplace right yeah who's on who's above grandmother's fireplace martin luther king abraham lincoln and barack obama right? let me let me ask you this let me ask you this because you, you, you brought up holding uh, Trump to metrics if the program had been brought up, let's say, two years ago or in 2016. Mm-hmm. Now, can mm-hmm. we, can't we still hold him to the same metric because, hell, he hadn't done anything for us up to this point. Can we, can't we still say, hey, Trump, you've done absolutely nothing for us, so you're still not getting our votes. I mean, I, I, as far as I know, as far as the HBCU community, he hasn't done anything. He gave but he took away more than he gave back. So that, that right. really doesn't count. I mean, you know, black folks are still dis- disenfranchised. Last hot first fire. You know, we, we still have to worry right. about, you know, police encounters. We still have to worry about glass ceilings. You know, we still have to worry about uh, still being the highest uh, unemployed uh, group of people in the country. So what has he done for us? I mean, if I if I'm if I'm wrong, somebody correct me. So can't we still hold I him to the same metric right now that you haven't done anything for us? You're not getting our vote. Oh yeah, hold him to that metric right now. We we ju- we just can't hold him to the contract with Black America. Of course, well, yeah, right? yeah, I but get that. We, we 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 can hold him. We can hold him. Yeah, we can say because he'll say, "Well, I did this for the HBCUs, right? All the presidents came and they wanted mm-hmm. basically they wanted it, it. They keep you know asking to get refunded every year, right?" To get get funded, you know, again, and Trump put in like a ten-year funding for black colleges. Okay, mm-hmm. and that's cool, but you got to read the fine print in there. The fine print actually is a double-edged sword, where it actually cuts funding and cuts yeah. programs, right? And so now you say to yourself, okay, well, you did this for black folks. Well, wait a minute, you really didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. You actually hurt us on the under. So. If we yes, we can hold him by the metric and say, "Look, dude, you ain't done nothing positive for us since you've been president for four years." So hell no, I'm not going to vote for you again. Because because my- I didn't vote for him in the first first place. But you say, cut cut the contract with Black America off to the side. Yeah, we definitely. can say right now, 
definitively that he did not do anything for people for African Americans. I'm not even gonna talk about people of color. Let's talk about black folks. Yeah. He has not done anything for black folks in four years. So there is no way that I would vote for this dude. I didn't vote for him last time. I won't vote for him this time. I voted Friday with my daughter. And uh, good job. When I, you know, we, we, I'm looking at the screen. I see two names. I see Joe Biden. And I see well, I see three names: Joe Biden, Donald Trump, and then the Libertarian Party. Libertarian. A libertarian is just a Republican that thinks it's cool to smoke marijuana. (laughs) (laughs) Facts. Big facts. Big facts. Big facts. But check check this out. I want to raise this last point real quick. And uh, my, my thing is, for any black person that is confused, or, or or wondering, okay, what has Donald Trump done for African Americans? Let me let me a- ask yourself these questions: Has he made it easier for the African American to go to college and made paying for it easier? The answer to that is no. Has he given the NAACP a twenty million or a thirty year endowment of X amount of hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars? The answer to that is no. Has he has he yeah. made it? Has he taken a stand? On police brutality in this country, that would 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 make police departments have to retrain uh, their officers in dealing with African Americans. Answer to that is no. Has he done anything with America First that would bring more jobs back to American shores from overseas? That would put everybody to work. That would but more definitely put African Americans to work. The answer to that is no. So ask yourself just a few questions on uh, just sort of few African-American struggles in this country, and are those things better? The answer to that is, everybody say it with me, no. no. <laughs> so has he done anything for African-Americans? I mean, we, you, you know he hasn't. Because look at our plights. Look at our struggles. Look at the things we're asking for. He hasn't done a daggone thing. So don't be confused to anybody listening to the show right now. He hasn't done anything for us. For the last four years, he's been ranting and raving about uh, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, COVID, uh, President Obama, Hillary Clinton, and he's been fighting impeachment and blaming everybody else and bragging about the economy. I don't. He hasn't passed any major piece of legislation. Well, he may have had one piece of major legislation. That's it. In four years, Other he did. That, he did. He separated kids from their parents. And that. And that part too. That part too. How about that? And so focus, and focus all of his funding on YouTube ads that I'm getting so freaking sick and tired. <laughs> <laughs> and so, he well, and not, well, not to mention now he's illegally made millions. For his company, let's let's not forget by that making either. the soldiers and the other political uh, uh, politicians stay at his hotels yep. and the government pay for it. Yeah, yep. that's definitely you're supposed to separate yourself from your businesses while you're in office. And he right? has not. No, done he that. has not. But thank you, Carla. We appreciate you calling in, man. It's a pleasure listening to you and you uh, spread your wisdom and knowledge. We appreciate, it, appreciate, it, appreciate it. Hey, brother, keep up the good work, man. And um, we need to we need to have more of these discussions, man. To get this we definitely will. We definitely will. Thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, good luck on your future endeavors. Much much success, Carla. All right. So, hey, listen up. It was a beautiful, great show. We're a little bit over time. Uh, World, we'd like to thank you for tuning in to us. Uh, Dr. Funkenstein, a final word. My final word is read the contract for Black America. Understand that if we are not 
The only way we're going to be respected and valued for real is if we conduct business like every other uh, ethnicity group in this country. Every other ethnicity group, they have their list of demands and they go to the candidates that are running and they say, hey, what are you willing to do for me? And they and we and they vote on that candidate based off of their promises or them breaking that promise. If they put them in office and they, they live up to the promises that they that they put out there, then they vote them out of office. This is the reason why the Latino vote is valued so high. This is the reason why the gay and Latino vote is valued so high. And for in order for us for our vote to be valued high, we have to make sure. We have we 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 are we put the power behind our vote and don't vote aimlessly, you know. It's like Mr. Um, Mr. Ed D said, you know, and like I've been saying from the very beginning, we have to get our political party together so we can go out there and 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 and, and really start playing chess along with the people that are playing chess because there's too many of us that are playing checkers. Ed my, uh, I'm going to stay true to the game, and my last word is always going to be the same. Go vote, go vote, go vote. Right now, the name of the game is go vote. Get your behind up early in the morning. I went with my mom on the first day of, of early voting, and we went to four different voting spots before we found a line, <laughs> found a line short enough, and it still took us about an hour and a half. Uh, but get yourselves in there and go vote, folks. It's definitely important. Your vote definitely matters. The Electoral College cannot sway the election in the event of a landslide. The Electoral College, the Electoral College can sway the election when there's ambiguity, when it's close. So let's not make it close. Let's make it um, a landslide for Biden Harris, so we can get, so we can stop this orange nightmare. And, and bring some respect and some dignity back to the daggone White House so we can bring some normalcy back to the, to our government, so we can bring some uh, being proper back to our government, so we can get some people in office who actually know and understand how our government is supposed to work. I, I'm all about uh, doing something different in politics, especially as it pertains to the African-American, but we can't do it under Trump. So we've got to end the Trump regime and we got to start the party of the new focus for the African American side. So get your behinds up and go friggin' vote. So I got two things to say. You can't see black people in the dark <laughs> and wind does not kill birds. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in. Yeah. World ATL, everybody, we appreciate you. Um, hey, keep tuning in, keep listening, keep calling in, keep emailing, keep sending a message on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, listen to all of it. We appreciate you. Again, if you got any music, uh, if you got any suggestions, it, music goes to atlundergroundmse at gmail.com. Suggestions, anything you want to write to the show or anything you want to write to the station goes to majorsmartent at gmail.com. Our website is majorsmartentllc.com. Everybody, thank you very much. Thank you for listening. God bless. Appreciate we it. out. We out. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
Thank you so much for tuning in to the Sankofa Paradox with Ed D and Low Key on ATL Underground Radio. We are live every Sunday at 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, sometimes 5.30, with a playback of today's episode available Monday at 7 o'clock p.m. So be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend and check us out at MajorSmartENTLLC.com. You can also download the free app on Google Play and the Apple Store by typing in ATO Underground in the search bar. Got a topic you'd like to hear us touch on? Shoot us an email at majorsmartent at gmail.com with your suggestions. Catch you on the flip side, and we'll see you next Sunday.